One of the most reliable sources of traffic to our website has been our email list, but people still don't believe me. They're like, Scott, really? People are still opening their emails. They're still actually clicking on links in your emails. Well, I'm going to share with you today a recent case study where we received 597 clicks in less than 36 hours from sending one email that took less than five minutes to write. Yes, that is correct. Less than five minutes. And I'm going to give you that email and exactly what we use as the subject line. And then how did we get that many clicks? If that sounds like that would help your business, stick around because that's what we're going to cover in this show. Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 809. And like I said, I'm going to be breaking down a recent case study. Well, it didn't really start out as a case study. It was just very interesting. And I said, you know what? I should probably share this. Now, one little side tip here. I'm sharing with you actually a very, very low number, 597 clicks, okay? people going to our website from sending one email. There's also other examples I could give you that we've received 1,800 clicks to our website in less than 36 hours. Or how about 2,300, 2,500? This is something that's happening on a regular basis, and this is by sending email. Now, I'm going to be covering exactly what this looks like, but there's also one thing that so many people are not doing. Actually, there's a couple, but there's one thing in particular that I'm going to share with you in this episode that will dramatically change the amount of people that are seeing your emails and then from there, what they're doing inside the email. Because what we don't realize is we can get people to open our email. I mean, that's part one of this process but how do we get them to actually click on something? That's really what we want them to do, right? And so what I'm going to share with you is this one little little tip, this one little hack. And I've mentioned it here before, but so many people don't get it. So I'm going to share that with you. And I'm hoping, I'm praying that you actually use that one little hack, that one little trick. And this here is what has helped us get that many clicks inside of that email. All right. Now, let me just kind of give you, I got like three points I want to cover here. Number one, I think we would probably agree that traffic is a huge driver in any business, right? It doesn't matter if you're a brick and mortar business and your traffic is down because they closed a bridge that leads to your restaurant or to your dry cleaner or whatever, right? Like there's an area right here that's doing this this widening of the road and these businesses are all being affected. Uh, So it happens all the time. In the online space, uh, right now you would say, well, there's this whole coronavirus thing going on. Isn't that going to stop people from buying? Yes and no. Uh, Depends on your market and what you're selling. But also, if you're only relying on selling things, it might be the wrong angle to come at your business from or to set up your business. And that's why we talk about traffic and then how to monetize the traffic. And I probably should also let you know if you're new to the show and you need to get caught up on your brand building or the brand building process that we follow, I would encourage you to go over to brandcreators.com. That's where I break everything down in a brand growth validation checklist. And you can actually see exactly what your market looks like. And if you can do these certain things that we're talking about, and that is building your email list, but also getting traffic from external sources, such as content creation. But traffic 
is the driver. It is the lifeblood of of pretty much all businesses. Now, you do need a way to monetize. You do need a way to bring revenue in the door. Yes, this is true. But the traffic, to me, is something that we can then direct over to whatever resource, whatever asset that we want to, and then potentially uh, have some revenue coming in the door. All right, so I think we agree, right? Traffic is a pretty big deal. Now, there's different types of traffic. There's Google traffic, there's YouTube traffic, there's Pinterest traffic, there's all kinds of traffic, right? But one traffic source that I'm going to be talking about here today is email list building. Email list building and then taking that email list and using that to our advantage, I'm telling you right now, it's a game changer. And I'm going to share with you, like I said, that email that you can actually copy, you can model it. I don't care. I want you to. And I want you to also use that little secret, that one little secret that I'm going to give you. I want you to use that for sure. Now, before I do get into this whole email strategy, I did want to say, like sending emails is one part of it. But what really makes this effective is when we have an asset that we can drive them to, like a piece of content. Now, I've been talking a lot about that on this podcast as far as how to create content, engaging content. I'll link up some stuff here in the description and in the show notes. But you really need to understand that when we're driving people somewhere, we don't want to just drive them over to another a piece of property that someone else owns like Amazon or uh, maybe eBay or you know a different type of channel. We want to drive them over to a platform that we control. That's another part of this process. Uh, but you don't need to know that right now. But if you do have some content, if you do have some uh, pieces of real estate that you're creating on your website, you definitely want to drive them over there. Now, what I'm talking about here in this is we sent out an email to let people know about a blog post that we had written, okay? And inside that blog post, they also can buy things. They also can uh, go over and check out our affiliate products that we're recommending. They can also show up on that page and an ad is being displayed that could then potentially get them to buy something, but we don't need them to buy something in order to make money from the ad network, okay? So again, just to understand what I'm talking about here, the email is actually sending them over to our blog, to our website, and then from there, we are able to have other ways to monetize the traffic, all right? So let's just keep that in mind. So let me just get right to it, all right? Okay, so brand number one, I'm going to be talking about a few different brands here, Um, but brand number one, the one that we started about three years ago, that one is the one that's most established right now. And I kind of kicked myself because it probably took me two years before I turned on ads on that traffic. I don't know. I I didn't want to put ads on it. I thought it would take away from the site. If anything, it's added value to the site because they're relevant ads to the people looking uh, or, you know, consuming. And then from there, we're making money on that as well. And a a pretty good amount of money um, every single month. But that right there, that one brand. We've been building an email list from pretty much day one. We've cleaned it over the years, which is another part of list building, but we've grown that to 35,500-ish. It's a little bit more than that right now. Uh, And we're always kind of like getting, you know, getting it cleaned and and kind of like weeding out the people that aren't opening and and that just aren't, uh, you know, engaging with the emails. But 35,500. Out of that, We've recently been sending emails three times a week, by the way. Another little side tip here, if you're not sending emails out at least once a week, you need to start doing more of that, all right? So we're we're seeing between an 18 and a 20% open rate, but this one here that I'm talking about got a 21 
0.5% open rate. So 21.5%. Okay. And we got this is this is mind-blowing right here. Okay. 6.3% click-through rate. And what that equates to is 2,357 clicks in 36 hours. So imagine this, you send out an email. Let's say it takes you 15 minutes to send any e- or to write an email and send it. Okay. It took you 15 minutes and you get 2,357 people to go over to your website like that. That's what I'm talking about. That's powerful. Okay. We're not waiting for people to go there. We're actually sending them there and we can do this multiple times every single week. All right. So that's just a a really um, awesome stat and case study that I like to share with you because that has been growing over time and that's where we're at right now. Okay. And a lot of people look at a 20% open rate, but they won't get that type of click through rate. All right. But just keep in mind, one of the reasons that we got that 2,357 clicks is because there's something that we're doing every single time. And I'm going to share that with you here in a minute. So let me get into um, this one that got 597 clicks. All right. And I'm going to give you the subject line. I'm going to give you the, the content that we that we sent out. Um, now, I'm not giving away the market inside of Brand Creators Academy, which is where we teach people how to build brands. And, and uh, you know, we we show up there every single, pretty much every single day helping brand creators, but I share that brand in there because um, that's part of being in that in that group. But I'm going to kind of modify it a little bit. It'll be very, very similar. I'm talking like 85% of it. I'm just going to remove the stuff that would allow the niche to be exposed um, to everyone that's listening here, just so that way there we can keep it private inside of Brand Creators Academy. All right. So um, that one there, got a 19.7% open rate within 36 hours. The click-through rate got 6.9% click-through rate, or the click-through rate got 6.9%, which was 597 clicks, all right? Now, I'm gonna gonna, uh, let you know that after the 36 hours, it generally still gets opens. It still gets clicks. And as of right now, which has been about three weeks since I sent that email, it's over 21% on the opens and it's over 630, 640 clicks. So it constantly, even though it's, 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 uh, you know, more than a couple days old, three days old, it doesn't just die. People will go to their inbox maybe two weeks from now and open an email that we sent because they're just going through their inbox. Um, it just happens. Okay. So let me get into it. So here's what email one subject line was, okay? And again, I just, I changed it a little bit so we didn't give away the niche. But this is if I was in the bass fishing market. What bait to not use? And then in brackets, five types, all right? So I've talked about this before. What am I doing here? I am basically letting people know or getting them curious about what bait not to use because if you're a bass fisherman and you signed up to receive uh, you know, tips and stuff from our blog, well, if I put something out like that, you're going to be interested in it, right? And it's going to, it's going to generate curiosity. And I always talk about this in subject lines. You always want curiosity in those subject lines, at least most of the time. And then by me putting in there five types, there are specific types. So people are like, oh, I wonder what types they are, right? So Whenever you do this, you want to create that type of curiosity, okay? Now, that was email number one, okay? And here's what the email said. I'm going to read it. Hi there, friends. Last week, I posted about what bait to use to catch more bass, and the list was pretty long. Now, let me just time out here real quick. The week before, I sent out an email talking about what bait to use. 
And this week it was like, what bait not to use, okay? So again, um, I'm playing off of last week's email. So in that email that I sent out about what to use, I might have said in there uh, something like, you don't want to use this you know, because this will happen. So now I'm bringing attention back to what not to use, and here's some other things that you should know. All right, so hi there, friends. Last week I posted about what bait to use to catch more bass, and the list was pretty long. But today I wanted to share what bait to avoid. There's five types that could be preventing you from catching more bass. You can read the full post here, what bait to avoid in brackets. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Tight lines. And I learned that from someone in our academy, by the way, that I guess the, the fishing market says tight lines. Um, and then I just signed it off as Scott. And then I had a little PS and the PS said, do you have a type of bait you found that bass don't like? Share it in the Bass Fanatics Facebook community. We just created a thread here and would love to share, love to have you share. Um, and then I just have share it here with a link that goes over to the Facebook page, right? So I'm trying to get that engagement as well and bring people over to the community, okay? So that was email number one. Now you're saying, look, Scott, that's one email. You said you sent an email. Yes, but here's that little, that little ninja trick that a lot of people don't do. And I'll tell you what, I didn't do it as often as I do it now. I do it pretty much it's every single time is I send immediately to the unopens 24 hours from that time, okay? So just imagine this, write the email, I go ahead and I hit send. It's eight o'clock in the morning, drinking my coffee. Then from there, next day, drinking my coffee, I go in to ConvertKit, I uh, say send to unopens 24 hours later, and then I just change the subject line. I'm gonna give you that subject line that I changed change the subject line, and then from there, I hit send. It takes me literally less than a minute to do that. It takes longer to think about what you're going to change the subject line to, which you don't really have to change it much, all right? And then you just resend to the unopens. And I'm going to give you the statistics here, which is crazy, all right? So that, that's the email, okay? And that is, that is it, okay? Now, I would use this, okay? It's not long. It's very easy, very simple to do. Now, the subject line in email two or the unopened resend to unopens was five types of bait to avoid. And then in brackets, bass hate it. That's it. Okay. So email number one was what bait to not use, five types. And then email number two changed it to five types of bait to avoid, bass hate it. That's it. That is the subject line. That was the change. The email itself, identical didn't change it because the people that are reading it did not open it. They might've seen the subject line, but they didn't see the email. They didn't open the email. Okay. So there's no reason to change it unless you put a, a date in there or a day or a specific thing that you would have to change. Okay. And that's why I don't do that. All right. So anyway, that is what we did there. Now, let me give you this. Okay. On the unopened email, the one that said five types of bait to avoid bass hate it. That one there got an additional on top of, okay, the first emails open, which was 12.5% in 24 hours and a 4.3% click-through rate. So for our uh, 368 clicks in 24 hours, okay? The next email that went out, the unopens, got an 8.9% open rate with an extra 3% click-through rate for 229 clicks, total of 597 clicks, okay? Not hard, okay? But the power of having a list allows you to be able to do this. Same thing we did with the email that I said with the, the other brand that we have that has a bigger list. That one there, 
Very similar to what I just said. Very simple, very curious, uh, or curiosity-driven subject lines. And that one there, we got over a 21.5% combined between the send and then the un- or to the unopens. Uh, and that was 21.5%. The click-through rate was 6.3% for 2,357 emails. That is what I'm talking about. All right. So that little hack that I'm talking about, it's sending to the unopens. If you're not doing that, you need to do that. You need to do it immediately. So hopefully by now you are a believer in this email thing. All right. And if you uh, would like to build your own list, if you're not already doing it, well, I've got a couple of resources for you. Okay. Number one, you need to get crystal clear with who your market is, who you're targeting, who you're serving, what they want. And even if you could possibly build a list in your market, because not all markets, you can do this. Okay. So if you want help with that, it's a couple things I'd have you do. Number one, go to brandcreators.com. There is a checklist there. It's called our brand growth validation checklist. This helps you see the growth opportunities. And one of them is seeing if you can build an email list. All right. Now, also, depending on when you're listening to this, we're going to be opening up Brand Creators Academy, which is where we help brand creators every single week, every single month, build their brands. Okay. And email list building is a big part of that. We are opening up enrollment on April 6th. Okay. If you're interested, be ready. Okay. And go get the brand growth validation checklist because those are the people we're going to be notifying that when we open up the doors for Brand Creators Academy, which only opens about four times a year for about five days each time. All right. So if you're interested, go grab the checklist, make sure you go through that. All right. Now, the second resource that I would definitely recommend is go over to listbuildclass.com. Again, that's listbuildclass.com. That will walk you through the entire build of how to do this, all right? From scratch, we actually show you a case study that we built a list up over 7,000 subscribers in 30 days. So I would definitely recommend going through that as well. It's totally free. Um, Everything is there. It's documented and you get to see every single step along the way. So that's it, guys. That's pretty much going to wrap it up. As always, if you want the show notes, the transcripts, you can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 809. And then if you're watching this on YouTube, drop a comment down below. Let me know if there's any questions or if there's anything I can help you with. If you're listening to the podcast and you want to ask a question, you can just head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask and you can do it right there. All right, guys, that's it. That's going to wrap it up. As always, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.